Okay, so we're we're being recorded. So um, here's and and uh, um, the whole thing with getting people started in courses. Um, obviously, it depends on what course it is and 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 uh, you know what your market is and what they're willing to do, what they're accepted or not accepted. The one thing that I can tell you that I found from personal experience is it does take take some time to get people um, in and more than one touch. So it's not something like you have a list. I haven't had it, you know, where personally where you have a list and you say, look, I've got a course. It's free. Just go sign up. A lot of times people either just don't have time to do it. It gets lost. They don't see the email. They see the email, but they don't do anything. So it takes more than one or two kind of emails to get people uh, to do it. It's like an ongoing campaign of stuff, right? Okay, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's a good yeah. point. I mean, I should know that, but yeah, that's a, a very good point. Yeah, and that, that's just my personal experience. Of course, you know, my list is different than your list that's different than Carol's list, and my market is different than your market that's different than Carol's market. So it's really dependent on, on your business for that. But um, the people that I've seen very successful with courses, it's like they're always marketing that first course, and that's all they do over and over and over and over again. Um, and they okay. market that one course to people that aren't customers, right? So it's like once someone's in, yeah, you can guide them along the path, but um, you, I don't think you market all of these other courses to people if you haven't got them to get in on the first one, unless they're so yeah. specific that they're good standalone courses, right? But if it's part of a series... Yeah, I, again, this is my personal experience. Like, you got to keep on just pushing on that entry point to the series. Well, I and think that really I think that. that's a a great point because, especially, I just see this course, my branding course, as being like my a big signature course. Is what I yep. want to continue to build on. I yep. mean, not build on, but it's what I want to actually build my own brand on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In my niche. So, and I was just reading, I was just reading something, you know, a Kindle book yesterday about, you know, about really the same kind of thing that you said. And I could see where if I just turn all of my opt-in efforts and all of my trafficking efforts and everything that I'm doing, I mean, I am, I would say that my focus is, my intention is there, but I haven't really been doing the kind of actions I need to do. So um, just with what you're saying, it's like, yeah, just keep putting people in that branding funnel. There is one question. So I get that part, and I, I love that, and I appreciate the reinforcement of that idea, yeah. you know, having just read it yesterday. The yeah. one thing that I'm not sure how to manage with that is what I want to do with this branding course, and even I told you and just so Carol knows where we're at too, that my the actual course is not finished, and I kind of have not made it a hundred percent priority because I've got to get some people going, and then I can turn it into high gear anyway. Yeah. But part of my concern, and this is a big concern, I'm not sure how to, you know, the best way to handle is that when I actually release that course, you know, when it when I sell it and actually start delivering it, I want to do a weekly call. Yeah. And I mean I have to have a few people in it or I have to have at least one person or obviously I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. So then how do I how might I handle that if you know, I'm not sure how that works with how especially to that, the, that the first time. Well, well, no, not as much how to protect it is if I'm – so let's say that I decide on September 15th I'm launching this course. I don't care mm -hmm. if I have one people or ten people, you know, I, yeah. or a hundred people. Okay, yeah. so let's say I have five people, okay, which is kind of small, but let's say just I have five people. So yeah. then let's say I'm in week two and mm – -hmm. I thought it was going to be a four-week course. It looks like I'm going to make it into six. So let's yeah. say I'm in week two, and now someone else wants to sign up for the course, or mm -hmm. I 
can't be making any more money until, you know, the next round. Yeah. Yeah, so how does that work? How, you know, um, what's a yeah, way to a, handle that? Yeah, there's a couple uh, different... Um, Especially this initial phase. Yeah, the initial yeah. phase. Well, the the initial phase, I, I'm my again, this is my personal thing. The official thing, uh, fish the the first one, I would treat it more as an ad hoc kind of learn as you go. And specific, specifically, I'm talking about what are the pieces that people are asking the most questions about. When are they asking them in the first, you know, kind of session or second session, or the fourth or fifth or sixth one? So you can get a little bit of a feel on those first ones about, you know, the kind of things that you're going to have to cover the next time that you do it. So that's kind of the first thing. Like, don't be afraid to have it not perfect the first time through. And tell people that, look, we're doing this as a first time. Um, you know, I'd, I'd really appreciate your feedback on this. I'm going to give you a little more hands-on coaching because it is the first time and it's going to be a little more one-on-one, -on -one, but I'd appreciate it. And again, you can do this with your existing customers, right, um, who might already know you. And just do it a little more ad hoc as, as you would as opposed to say, you know, I've been doing this for 400 years and here's the program. So that, that's kind of the first thing that I would look at. The second thing is that you'll find that a lot of the people that are selling courses now that are doing it where they have a large, um, uh, not a, uh, they have a signature course that they're either really, really pushing or that's the one that they want people to take. A lot uh -huh. of times they, they will, they will uh, actually run the course, for example, every two months. So they have six courses a year and then they market for the next course. So let's say, for example, they open and close the course every two months. Right. So it's like, you know, we have our next classes starting uh, on September 1st, where we have an eight-week program starting uh, September 1st. So make sure that you, you know, sign up for the course now and get into the program. And then on September 1st, they close it. Like they can't get into the coaching, right? You miss out. Well, you have to wait till November. Right. You know, and I can see that working after a certain point, but up front, exactly. I need, yeah, so what do I do for that? Yeah, in the, first, in the first one, I would keep it more ad hoc and say, look, we're going to be doing six or eight or whatever the number is, coaching sessions over the next uh, six weeks, and if you buy the course, you also get access to these coaching sessions, as an example, and they're going to so be, you know, in a Oh, okay. Well, let me see if I am understanding. So, in other words, like let's say I have my September fifteenth launch date, yeah. then I do whatever I can to get people signed up, and even yeah. after we start, I just let them continue to sign exactly. up for this first round. Exactly. Okay. For the I first see. one. Yeah, because what'll see. happen is you'll, you'll let's say let's say you're on the third week as an example, and someone got referred and they signed up and they've missed the first two weeks, right? So uh -huh. what you can what you can do is you, you probably have an idea from the first two sessions as to what the questions were and what the problems and issues that the, the people had during the first two weeks. Uh-huh. So you'll be able to direct people to areas of the course that answers those questions and use something like a forum for, um, you know, for those people that missed the first two weeks. And say, well, look, ask your questions here. Part of what I wanted to do, though, is release one module a week. Yeah, so you could do it and manually override, so they get the they they catch up, so they're in the same group, right? Okay. So yeah. let let's say, for example, someone signs up this week, but everyone else is on module three because they started three weeks earlier, right? Yes. What you can do is that person that signs up halfway through the series, you can manually go in and then just activate their access to the, the three. Okay. So they're in the same spot. I see. Okay, so I understand better now what you mean by just doing it ad hoc. And yeah. I like that idea that, I mean, I can really use that because I can see that, let's say that if I wanted to, you know, like as I keep working on my course, the price goes up. I was going to let them in for 300 the first time, and then it was now it's like 400. And I'm like, this is good. Yeah, um, yeah. But I could see that I could even I could even hypothetically tell people right now it's going to start sometime in September. But if you pay yeah. right now, you're going to get it yeah. for 300. dollars 
And, yep. you know, and just kind of flow with it to, especially since it's my first course. So not only is it the first time doing this one, but it's really my first one. Yep. So I can see just all of it is about communicating and having all my focus in the activities I do, focus on getting people signed up, and but just kind of being in that flow and yes. and even utilizing the I was thinking of the urgency, like how do I do that? But I can see that yes. I could scarcity. Scarcity. Using yeah, scarcity. The, yeah. Yeah. Now the the, so. the other thing and always just to keep in the back of your mind is there's always three courses. There's always three courses. It's like the one that you actually do, the the one that your customers want and the one that you realize you should have done. <laughs> okay, so, you know, you always start out, you, people always start out and they go, wow, I got this great course, I'm going to cover this, 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 and this. And then they get people into the course, and they only want two of the things that you thought were the most important thing in the world. So then you go, oh, great, I've got to adjust my course to really focus on the questions I'm getting and the issues that the customers are having. Not the ones that I think they're having, but the ones they're actually having. So it's always a work in progress, right? And if you do that kind of coaching session through the first, you know, go-around or second go-around, I think mm -hmm. what will happen is you'll actually go, oh, wait, I should spend more time in my course on this, or I need to make sure that we answer this earlier than rather than later. Because okay. this is where people are having the issues. And you can move stuff around for the next group. And don't don't be afraid to don't be afraid to um if someone says, Look, I I'm um if they're having a group of questions but you didn't set your course up like that, or they're having a particular issue on a module because it doesn't relate to them, but you find that, you know, there's five people in the course and four of the people have the issue then put a module in on that based okay. on the feedback and the questions that you're getting from the people who are actually in the course. Okay. Because more, more often than not, if you've got a group of four pe or five people and 80% of them are asking the same question at the same time, you would think that the next time you have 10 people, 8 out of 10 people are going to be asking the same question at the same time. Yeah, right. So and don't don't be afraid and and I you know I I make this mistake all the time. It's like I have this great idea for a course in my head and I think it should go this way, but there's always different questions and a different order that comes up and you have to adjust things, move it around, change it so it's not complicated. Um you know, I get into trouble all the time personally because I make stuff too complicated. Because it's always coming from where I am. No wonder uh, we not, why we get along so well. You know, yeah. <laughs> I tend to complicate things, too. Yeah. It's like I yeah. see the big picture and all these possibilities and options. And Exactly, exactly. And then I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention something, and I mentioned it to, um, I think, to Stephanie one of the last times we were on. And uh, I'm telling you this, not, uh, I don't want to burst a bubble or anything, but one of the things that I think we're going to see is we're going to see a bit of a move to micro-content. So instead of having big, big, big courses, single courses, I think what we're going to see are like little chunks of the same course broken up. Yeah, that's so, not shocking to me. And like how big do you, when you say a micro chunk, like how big do you think? Well, I, I, put, it, I put it this way. Like in the past, a lot of people that had a membership site, what they would do is, let's say they would do a six-week coaching program or a six-week you know, webinar program or um, you know, like a, they're doing a presentation and it's a six-week program. And they would record the one hour or the hour and a half long webinar, right? And they, wow, great. After they've got the six weeks, I got, you know, I've got nine hours or whatever it is of content. And I'm going to turn it into a membership site or a course. And there's going to be nine lessons. And each lesson is an yeah, hour long, gotcha. 25 minutes long. The problem with that in most cases is that no one will complete the course. Yeah, because if you're going to do something for you know 45 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes, you as the the con person consuming that information, it's like you're not going to be on your smartphone, 
You're going to be in front of your computer. You have to set out a, a set amount of yeah, time. Yeah, I totally understand. I understand yeah. the thinking behind it. I was just kind of curious about that. Yeah, so what, what's going to happen, and this is what I've been um, kind of working on, on on the new courses that, that I've been adding, is you're going to have, um, let's say you have a module, and in the module there might be seven lessons. But each of the lessons may only be three minutes. Yeah. So, so you you know you have a you have a grouping of sort of information that answers a particular question or a step in whatever process you're trying to teach or chunk. But it's like two to three minute videos or two to three minute content reads, and then you might have uh, you know a one or two question quiz. And then maybe, you know, there's an assignment for the module or every third or fourth lesson there's an assignment or a task for people to do. And the reason that I think that's going to be effective is there's a couple things because it really ties into the gamification issue where you can start awarding points or awards based on the consumption of that, those chunks of content. And then the other thing is people can go and they say, oh, I got three minutes. I'm sitting here in a lobby waiting for my next appointment. <coughs> Excuse me. And they can watch a three-minute session, right? Is five to seven two minutes too long? No, no, that's no. Most of my yeah, life. five to seven, you know, I think that's probably okay too. Again, um, it depends on your content. If you need five to seven minutes, obviously you need five to seven minutes. So... Um, the only thing is, don't like try not to get into twenty-minute or thirty-minute or fifteen-minute yeah. sessions unless yeah. you absolutely have to. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I that's think a that's a good reminder. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good reminder. And th and that's the difference between a membership site and a learning site. Like the membership site is protected content; it has nothing to do with learning. It's just protected content. But at the end of the day, it's about engagement. How do I get people engaged actually using the information, consuming the information from start to finish? How do I know that, in fact, they consumed it? How do I entice them to consume it? And th those, are, those are the important parts, I think, moving forward for any of these learning sites. Yeah, I'm so glad you said this about the, the micro-courses and really we could say micro-lessons because yep. I – can totally see that, and it actually fits with my thinking. Like everything I've done on my course, I've kept every – I can change any one element in any one course readily because I've kept it all as individual elements, and so I could trade out a slide or exactly. this or that at any point. And exactly. so by making it those little micro-lessons, yeah, I think it does serve, it serves the customer, and then yep. it certainly fits with my line of thinking. And then if, if I decide, ah, I really didn't like how, I want to redo this lesson. It's easy to do. So, yep. yeah, I really, really as like that. As opposed to having to do, as opposed to having to do a 90-minute session. Like yeah. if the information changes and you're stuck because it's in a 90-minute session, you don't want to do the, redo the whole 90-minute session just because two minutes of it are like out of date and don't work. So it allows you yeah. to split it out and update it quickly. The other thing that's really cool, and just keep this in the back of your mind, is if you have more than one course, remember you can reuse modules and lessons. So let's say, for example, right. you've got one course that's got like a module and four lessons on a particular topic. You're doing another course, but those modules and lessons still apply. You can use the same lessons and add additional lessons to another course. So let's say, you know, let's say you have another course, you're doing it, and you go, wow, I did my previous course, and these four lessons are good ones. So you can just add, a, you know, a first lesson that says, hey, you know, in a previous course we covered these particular topics, and I'm going to include them here in case you haven't taken that course. And then you, you do the next three lessons are the reused lessons, they still make sense because you prefaced it, right? Right, yeah, because I was going to yeah. say my, my courses are branded, like it's got the, you know, they're yeah. very much branded. But yeah, I could just do it like yeah. that or even put it in the bonus resources exactly. for a given exactly. module, like here are additional exactly. ones from another. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that, you know, that, that can be a really, really big help um, in terms of managing your content as well because before – 
uh, before you could do this, before they had the builder in LearnDash, what happened is you'd have to make the course twice. Yes. And then rename it differently each time because if you if you didn't, you, you didn't remember which one went with which course. It was just a list of lessons, right? So it allows yeah. you now to drag and drop stuff with the builder. It just makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and that also goes back to the whole thing of, you know, creating these micro lessons. Yep. Is that yeah. it's easy to go in and change it, you know. So, yeah, I really, really like that. Okay. So uh, I hope, hopefully one, that helps. Yeah, one last question, and you don't have to sure. elaborate on this, so it gives other people time, but just a quick answer. So the gamification, how do I get that on my system? Um, you just say, James, install it. Send a ticket to support at WP Blog Support. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a free plug-in called GameApress, and it works okay. right with, uh, with LearnDash. Can I just and, go get it myself and install yeah, it? Yeah, you can do it. You can do it yourself if you want. Um, and then okay. the other thing is there's, there's two important – actually, I'll mention this for everyone who's listening. There's actually two – there's three important things with gamification that are kind of built in. The first one is that um, uh, LearnDash has its own points that can be rewarded for courses in lesson completion. So you can start awarding points. Right within LearnDash, it has its own point system. And that's just one way to kind of entice people, right? You can say, look, uh -huh. if you get X number of points, I'm going to give you a free course. Or, you know, 50 points and you get a free hour of coaching or something. So you can give people an incentive to complete stuff using points. That's built into LearnDash. Second, okay. second thing is that in LearnDash, there's another plugin that's called Notifications that's available as well. And notifications is pretty neat because what it does is it's a it's a it's a LearnDash plugin that's actually you know part of LearnDash. It's not a it's not um, it's not something extra. Uh, but what it does, and I'll just give you uh, an example, is you can set up email notifications to people based on things that they do. So, for example, if someone um, uh, if someone uh, enrolls in a group or enrolls on a course or completes a course, completes a lesson, um, you know, that completes a topic, passes a quiz, fails a quiz, you know, uploads an assignment, um, any of those things, you can have that as a trigger. And then what happens is you can send them an email based on what they did or didn't do. And it all okay. happens automatically in the background. So... Okay. You can sort of guide people through. Like if someone doesn't complete the next topic uh, before X number of days or whatever, you can, um, you know, if they haven't logged in in X number of days, you can send them an email. So those are built right into LearnDash. The other thing with GameApress is it allows you to hook up and, again, do something similar, but it can be uh, in, included in stuff like Easy Digital Downloads or WooCommerce. So if people purchase stuff, or they have a subscription payment, and you can have a no, no, notifications as well as things like points and rewards and badges with GameApress. Are there badges in Learn, uh, LearnDash? No, there's no badges. It's just award points, and it keeps track of it. But the badges is in with GameApress. And if you start a, if you start to actually log, uh, if you've been logging into WP Grow. Um, if you start logging in, you'll see on the right-hand side, the badges will start showing, and also yeah. points. So I'm awarding points for people who log in. If you log in once and a week, you get points. Okay. Okay, so that's just what started. And so uh, can you give points for people completing the lesson in Game of Us? Yes, you or, can do it in both. Or you have to use, you can do it in both. should you do one or both? Um, I, I'm, I'm not using the points in LearnDash. I'm just using GameApress and the notifications. So it handles everything that LearnDash does and more? And more, that's right. And there's, free, a, whole bunch of free, yeah. there's a whole bunch of free plugins with GameApress. There's one for LearnDash. There's one for WooCommerce. There's one for easy digital downloads. There's one for BBPress. Um, so it... it uh, allows those plugins to also trigger what happens in um, uh, in GameApress. The other thing it does too, if if, uh, if GameApress allows for leaderboards 
and all sorts of things where you can see, you know, who's, who's done the most quizzes, who's answered the highest in quizzes, you know, get a leaderboard, who's logged in the most time. So you can, you can start doing things where there's competition amongst the members to complete the task. And you can provide awards based on, and points based on the activities that you want the learners to take, right? Like you can give more points for completing a, a lesson or a module or a course. You can set it and say, look, complete a course, get 10 points, complete a module, get two points, complete a lesson, get one. So people so are, you can entice, yeah. There's nothing lost if I don't use learn dash points. If That's I use correct. game oppress, everything's covered. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, and there's more flexibility in it. So. And plus, anyway. the last thing I would say about that is, is it seems like the people who did sign up for my free module, I have no idea yeah. whether they watched it or not. But exactly. If I give points, it's another way for me to see the engagement. Yeah. Yeah, and the, notifica the notification one I would put in LearnDash as well because you can set the notification up for you, not only for them. Okay. Okay. So if someone doesn't log in or if someone logs in or someone completes something, it can send you an email as the instructor okay. to let you know that they finished something or that they haven't finished something or that they did awful in a quiz, for example. So you can follow okay. up personally, right, and say, hey, how wow. come you failed? <laughs> Did you not watch right. the course or what, what happened? <laughs> That's okay. great. Okay. Thank you so Thanks. much. I hope that helps. Yeah, absolutely. Not that I was supposed to give a short answer, but. Well, there was a lot more <laughs> to it. See, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Thank you. Okay. okay, Carol, have you got some questions today? Are you listening mm -hmm. in? Are you lurking or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm Lurking. <laughs> okay. Did you have questions? Uh, a, a little bit, but I'll. Is that Stephanie that came on? Are you there, Doctor Steph? Yes, you betcha. Go okay, ahead, perfect. Stephanie. Hello. 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 Hey. Question okay. away. Um, I have. Two people that I've set up as affiliates, and I want to give them yep. my course for free. Okay. How do I do that? How do you do that? Okay, you ready? I've got my pen in hand. Okay. So you go to you go you log in as the administrator. Okay. Okay. And when you're logged in the administrator, you go to the downloads menu. Okay. And in the downloads menu, the fifth one down says payment history. Okay. And there's a button at the top that says create payment. Okay. And it'll allow you to choose which of the downloads they're going to buy and the price you're going to charge them. Okay. Okay. And you can leave the item price whatever shows up as with the product that's already set up there because down underneath that box, it'll say um, customer and you can search to see if they're an existing customer and if they're not, you click create new customer. Okay. Okay. And if they're a new customer, make sure that you're using the same email address as you do as the WordPress user. Do you know what I mean? Like the uh -huh. Easy Digital Downloads customer names are different than the WordPress names if you do it this way. Normally they get synced when people buy, buy regularly, like through the, through the shopping cart. But because you're doing manually, you want to make sure that the customer that you're manually adding to Easy Digital Downloads uses the same email address as if they've already registered, which they have because they're an affiliate, right? Okay. Yeah, so just make sure you have their email address. You're going to put in the customer details and, and just make sure the email address is there uh, and the amount and the payment status is complete and manual payment, and that's it, and just say create payment. Okay, so I'm in there right now as you're talking to me. Yep. I'm in the payment history. It has my downloads. Yep. 
create payment, and then downloads to buy. Got it. Yep. And if you put in like product A, the amount will be whatever the product A amount is. Like it okay. just takes the default price. And then underneath it says customer. And if you click there, by default it says no customer, but it, if you click on it, it gives you the option to search for an existing easy digital downloads customer. And if you don't have one, you create the click uh, create new underneath. Okay. So the course that I'm looking for is my Freedom from Your Fears course, and I'm not yep. seeing it. Is that now remember it's the, e easy, it's the easy digital downloads course, not your Learn Dash. Remember, there's two. Learn Dash is a course, right? But it's the, whatever that product name is that's associated with the course. Got it. Okay. Okay, create new Got it. Okay. There we go. So that's how you manually add people as a purchase, and it'll add them to the course. Okay. This is probably the best way to do it because it keeps track of it as a sale. Like as a transaction, it's a $0 transaction, but it, it keeps track of it as a sale. And the reason that I think you want to do that is because if, for example, let's say you go into, you've got this one course and you want someone to go and they want to purchase something in the future. When, you, when they log in and they go to, you know, my billing account um, mm -hmm. and the download links, this transaction is going to show up there because you went through this system. So the other thing that happens is, let's say the course had uh, downloads associated with it. It had three workbooks or you know, a PDF, an audio file, and all of those downloads, physical download files, were associated with the download. So if they ever went back to look at their account where they look at their billing and the purchases, purchases that they've made, there'd be links to all those downloads as well. Okay. So I suggest that you do it this way. Great. That's okay. easy enough. Yeah. Um, now, I, I am going to mention one other way, too, just because I can. And it's sometimes <laughs> you might want to do it, too. If And anyone who's using LearnDash, this is a good one. I did a video on it, too. Um, if you go to the Users menu and you do All Users, and then just pick a user and edit an, a user, uh -huh. if you look down at the bottom of the user profile, it'll have, it says, User Enrolled in Courses. And you can manually enroll people in one or many courses just from there. Okay. Okay. So you can do it that way as well. But if Where you do is that it, one? Yeah, so if you just go to the users menu in WordPress as an administrator, if you're right. online, do that now actually. Yeah, I am. I'm, okay, so I'm go user. to user and edit a user. Oh, edit a user, okay. Yeah. And then scroll to the bottom of their profile. Ah, there it is. So you can manually enroll and unenroll people. Good. In courses. And actually, if you go down a little bit lower, underneath that box it says course info. And then under that, under it says extra points, so you can award points if you want. And then it says course progress details. And it, sh it will show if they're enrolled in any courses, it'll actually show what course they're enrolled in and where they are in wow. the number of steps or lessons that are there. Wow. And if you click on details to the right of it, it shows all of the modules that they finished or not finished. And you can open and close them for the person, right? Remember I was talking, Melody, about being able to assign people, get them farther on in the tracks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could manually go. Let's say in Melody's case, she had started a program and people were on Module 3 and then someone signed up when everyone else is on Module 3. You could go to that person that just signed up that only has access to Module 1 and you could manually activate 2 and 3 for them here. So they would now be on 3 as well.
One quick question. When you're sure. answering Dr. Seth's question about giving somebody a free, is there any reason you wouldn't just want to give them a, you know, create a coupon code for them and have them just go through the process like that and say, yes, okay, you can e- get it either, free here? Yeah, either way is fine. Either way is fine. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, the value in giving someone a coupon code is if, if you have 20 courses, as an example, and you want people to buy that first course and go through the process to see what happens, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, cer- you can certainly do it that way. Um, the other thing to bear in mind, too, is if you have uh, email marketing automation set up based on uh, transactions in the shopping cart, you want to you want to make sure that if, for example, you have an onboarding series, right, or a series of messages that go out to people after they purchase a sp- particular course, um, if you do it through Easy Digital Downloads or one of those purchases, it should add that tag or start that onboarding automation. So that's another reason you might want to do it directly with the shopping cart, whether it's through here's the public link with a discount code or if you manually add them. Okay. as the administrator in the back end. Great. Okay. So are you okay with that, Dr. Steph? Mm-hmm. Great, yes. Yeah. Okay. And you may have covered this. Is um, Have you posted the videos for adding modules to LearnDash? Yeah, absolutely. The whole course is there. If you go to, uh, and it's actually open, you can go and register for it. So if you go to wpgrow.com courses, learn-basics. Okay. Hey, James. You know, I didn't realize that that thing was there on the users and seeing where they were on the course. I had no idea that was there. And one of the things I was going to do is to call a few of the people who signed up for the free module and just ask a few questions and interview them a little bit, get feedback. And now I can look and see some of them did the whole thing and some of them did none. So that's really, really valuable. Exactly. And in the LearnDash Basics course, if you look in the last module, it has LearnDash Admin Tips and Tricks. Okay. One of them is how to manually edit people in the, in the user's profile. Do I have to watch LearnDash. every single video up to that course, up to that one? Uh, no, I think I left this one open okay. so you can pop around in it. Okay. The only videos that aren't here, and I'm probably going to remove the modules, is the one on uh, Easy Digital Downloads and WooCommerce. Oh. That's in the third one, Payment Options. I'm just going to t- – it's empty right now, but I'm going to touch just touch on those. I'm not going to get into detail. That will be in the full course. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. When I've tried to take certain courses, it looks like a, a lot of the modules are empty, so I don't know if I don't have access or yeah, this, they're actually it empty. Might have been, it might have been when you looked. So, um, like, I haven't started promoting or anything with this. So this one is all full. Like, I just finished this, uh, I think, on Friday of last week. The Learn-Dash one? Yeah, Learn-Dash Basics. That one I had the layout done, but I didn't have any content in a lot of them. So the only two, if you you go and look at that course content, I think there's, what, there's uh, six, six modules, and there's four, seven, 11... 18, there's like, uh, there's like 25 or 30 videos there. Okay. They're, so the, this is they're all filled exciting. Out. Yeah, they're, they're all filled out except for the, the uh, LearnDash payment settings. There's two in there that e- use e- easy digital downloads and using WooCommerce. I'm just going to, I'm going to do those, but I'm going to touch on them. I'm not going to give much detail because that'll be in another course. And that, that's an example of what I was talking about with the micro content. And that's why I did this one. So, like, for example, I could do a whole course on setting up and using easy digital downloads, right? Yes. So, you know, do 
you have a whole module and 17 lessons on setting up WooCommerce or setting up easy digital downloads, or do you do it as a separate course? Right. And it, you know, if someone's looking at LearnDash and they just want to know about how do I use a shopping cart with it, they want to take the whole LearnDash course or have to purchase it to get that one chunk. Yeah, I like that idea where you could just do, well, here's just a, a lesson touching on this topic. And then if you want to know everything about it, here's the other. Because I have exactly. some things like that that overlap. Perfect. And if you, if you think about it, if you, if you go, for example, to the WordPress plugin directory, right, at WordPress.org, Mm-hmm. All, all, almost all of the plugins that are the popular ones, it's like if you go and get the Yoast SEO plugin, yeah. it does quite a bit of stuff on SEO, but you got to upgrade to get all of it, right? If you go yeah. to Easy Digital Downloads, you, they give you the Easy Digital Downloads plugin, but all the add-ons are extra. If you go to WooCommerce, WooCommerce is free, but all the add-ons are extra. So right, think okay. think of that think of that uh think of your your course as an example your signature course is like the whole enchilada right but you can have a basic course and then add on these additional pieces that make the make it um you know the whole site that signature course so you sell access to the entire site as your big signature package but you can start by giving away the free overview of what's supposed to happen and sell the chunks individually or all at once. And if you look at the, it's like a freemium model, right? If you look at a lot of the software vendors, they'll have, uh, here's the WooCommerce plugin, it's free. Um, if you want to do a membership and subscriptions, you need the recurring plugin one. If you want to do, um, you know, some other thing by adding uh, Stripe as a payment gateway, you have to get that one. Or you can buy all of the plugins for X number of dollars a month. Yes. I have another question after other people go. Sure. Carol, Dr. Steph, anyone else come on? <laughs> um, Carol, do you have any questions so far? No. No. Okay. Um, I am still kind of sitting with the Gamify. Yep, Game of Press. Game of Press, Game of Press, thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's just a plug-in, and once it's plugged in, I don't have to do anything with it, correct? Oh, yes, you do. I'll probably do a okay. course on that. Okay. <laughs> no, you, you have to, what you have to do on that one is you, you're going to have to, um, you have to set it up, and there's, th there's three things in Game of Press. One is points, achievements, and ranks. Those are kind of the three things. So you have to set up your point system. <laughs> okay. So you have to kind of decide, like, how many points am I going to give for any particular action? Gotcha. And then, and then you have to set up, you, you don't have to, but you can set up achievements based on those actions and those points. So that's like the, you know, the beginner advanced or intermediate advanced, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then you can also have you you can have uh, on top of ranks. Actually, pardon me. The ranks are like the intermediate, advanced, or beginner levels. The achievements um, can be for completing uh, a sequence. Like, let's say, for example, you've got you know three courses in a learning track or a bundle, and you want to give someone uh, an achievement award for doing the first three courses of or the first three chunks of your overall process. So if you go okay. to GamerPress, you'll be able to you'll be able to see some of it. That could even be kind of like a certification. It sounds like. Ex yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. It ties in with certification. And if you look at if you actually go to the GamerPress site, you can see some some really neat things with that. Um, D A M. Yeah, it's there. There's no e, so it's g a m i p r e s s dot com. Game okay. of press. 
And I think actually if you go to um, Yeah, if you go to wpgrow.com forward slash awards. Okay. And I got an uh, award today. <laughs> did you for logging in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Game of Press. Okay. So if you, every week you log in, you get five points. And if you open your email, do you see the confetti get thrown? Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So I, I, I'm just building out a page for that as well, right? So we'll have campus awards and badges and levels and stuff there. So it's not public yet, but it's uh, it, it'll be starting soon. That's the leaderboards will be there. Great. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and this take some time with this and think stuff through. If you're going to award points or awards, you want to make sure that the points and, and awards that you're giving guide people through what you want to have happen. So, okay. you know, if you have, yeah, so just you know, trying to make, have it make sense so that people know that they're working towards something. And if I have drip content, how does Game of Press work in a relationship with drip content? Uh, with drip, same thing. So, so for example, if um, if uh, let me just go and give you an example. Uh, in Game of Press, there's uh, achievement badges, and then Game of Press, you have point types, achievement types, rank types, um, and then uh, let me just give one here. So I have uh, one of the point types I have are course credits. Mm -hmm. And that one says, for example, it says um, when someone completes a course one time, they earn 10 course credits. When someone passes a quiz, they get one time, they get five course credits. Okay, so you can you can there's like a proven uh, a proven assignment or a specific lesson, complete a specific lesson, so you can get really generic on this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can say you know complete a specific course or a specific lesson or topic or doing a make a quiz a specific quiz, you know, you can get very 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 or even download like you like on you can say publishing uh, if someone makes a purchase, you can give them points. If someone downloads something specific, if like on mine, I have Easy Digital Downloads added, Learn Dash da added, and I have BB Press added. So the forums. Mm -hmm. So it says if someone makes a, a new topic, I can get points for a topic if they respond to a topic in the forum. I've also got one for affiliate WP, so I can award points if someone becomes an affiliate. I can award points if someone gives a referral. Or a visit. You know, just site interactions. If they have a daily visit to the site or a daily visit to a particular post, I can give points. Or they log in or comment, anything. So there's a whole bunch of ways that you can award points and it can be very specific or very generic. Okay. And you can create your own points, which is nice. You don't have to call them points. You can call them course credits. You can call them. There's one site that I saw, and they they award um, they actually award money, fake money, mm -hmm. or instead of points, they they give they give uh, they call it bajillions. It's a it's a joking around site, right? Mm -hmm. Like I got a bajillion I got a bajillion dollars. <laughs> so so they award credits in bajillions. And then people can buy courses with their bajillions. Okay. So it's like you're you're interacting with the site to spend money on more courses in the site. That's neat. But they do it jokingly with bajillions. 
We, okay. we all wish we were. We all wish we were bajillionaires. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, then I just need to um, remind uh, my, myself to send you a ticket on getting the Holistic Health Made Simple site put in a template. Yeah, did you have a template in mind? Um, anything that kind of matches what we had before, which was just basically a a blank sales page, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I, look, I asked Christine to look for one, and I don't think she found one that was... I'll give her one to put up, and we'll do that this evening, okay? Okay, great. And I think I have the login for that one, so it should be okay. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. And um, I'm going to send a, uh, another ticket for setting up because the Freedom From Your Fears course has everything yep. for belly breathing on it, and that's good as a placeholder. Yeah. So I'm ready to step step in now and fix that up, and so it looks nice. Okay. Yeah, when you send, okay. remember when you send links to videos, all that all that you need is the direct Vimeo link. You don't need the embed code. Okay. Just the direct Vimeo link. Okay. Okay. And then if somebody wants to, if I want to send somebody one of my Vimeo videos from something else entirely, but all yep. the settings are the generic ones that you recommended, yep. how do I get it? So do I just go in and say anyone can watch? Instead of no, hide all send, this you send them a you send them a link. You know when you have a you can share it, just share the link. I tried if that. Someone and has they can watch it. They didn't get it. Okay. No, um, they can watch it. Give me the example. Uh, send me a link that you have that you sent. Or actually, I'll take a look at that one. I'll take a look and see if there's a if I missed something. Okay. Okay. All right. That's me. Cool. Okay. I I got to bring this in for a landing here, but I'll uh, this one was recorded. I'll turn it off and then I'll post this one later today. Okay. Great. James, I just want to finish one thing on the gamification. Sure. Where do the points yep. show? You know, or where um, are their badges or points or whatever? Um. Well, yeah. If, you, if you're logged into WP Grow, I have some widgets in the sidebar. Yeah. Is it a uh, short then, code uh, or? Yeah, it's it's a it's actually they have their own widgets, so you can okay. just drag and drop right. the widgets over. Plus, they okay. have short codes that can be put on a page or any pages. Okay, great. Thank you. Perfect. All right, thanks. For the great call. Thank you. Yeah, guys. great call. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, hey, sounds thanks. good. Thanks bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.